Namaste, everybody, and welcome back to the Embodied Potty. I'm your host, Emily, and as always, it's an honor and a joy to be here with you today. In today's episode, I'm going to share a case study from a coaching call that I had just recently with a mentee of mine who is a yoga teacher who is building her business but is struggling with some avoidant and resistant behavior around putting herself out into the world through creating content by inviting people to her classes and events and really by showing up for the things that she really wants to create for herself and her business. Coaching yoga teachers is one of my favorite things to do, probably favorite of all times because it brings me back to when I was a baby yoga teacher and struggled so much with fear and doubt and gave way too many shits about what people thought. But more importantly, like was very unclear about, you know, who I was, who I wanted to be as a teacher. I was very wrapped up in trying to be like everybody else and trying to fit the mold of what I thought everybody wanted from a yoga teacher instead of really owning who I am as a unique and individual teacher and really honing in on my unique gifts and personality and understanding that that is like really what draws people into your classes to our classes right to our events and Um, I just really wish I would have had a little more guidance from another yoga teacher, maybe somebody a little more seasoned to help guide me. Yeah, like along my journey. And so it's just really a true honor to be able to step in and support newer yoga teachers or yoga teachers who find themselves getting stuck and are spinning their wheels and they have so much to share and really want to create a lucrative and abundant yoga business that is aligned with the passion and the love in their hearts, but they continue to get stuck or don't know where to start or are just having a hard time launching and getting it off of the ground or really just even understanding like how they're going to take the powerful impact that they've experienced or the magic that is within the yoga practice because it's so powerful you don't just become a yoga teacher just because right like you become a yoga teacher because you've had an experience it's changed your life and you want to share it and the what we're going to discuss in this episode today is this particular instance of this mentee of mine who is struggling with clarity and she has so much stoke (laughs) about sharing her gifts with the world but she didn't know exactly how she was going to do that because she didn't know exactly how to articulate what it was that she did and I don't just mean like what she does as a yoga teacher like obviously I teach yoga right like I teach classes I run events I host retreats and workshops like yeah all yoga teachers have the ability to do that but what makes a yoga teacher unique is the fire in their heart and how they share their hearts through the vehicles of yoga asana, pranayama, meditation, and of course, any other workshops or trainings, retreats, events that they do. 
but we know, you know, those of us who have a personal practice and like have favorite teachers, like it's not about the postures that these teachers are are instructing us through, right? Or guiding us through. It's about the space that they hold, the presence that they carry and the way that they make us feel when we're in their classes, when we're under their guidance. So yeah, this is like my favorite part about mentoring yoga teachers is guiding them on how they can really embrace their uniqueness and step into a role of the confident and embodied facilitator that they can be when they are clear about who they are and why they do what they do. Okay, so I think this is the perfect segue for me to go ahead and get into this scenario and to start sharing about why I think this is so important. I think that this case study is going to be super helpful for any yoga teacher out there and also for any spiritual entrepreneur who has an awareness practice, who is highly self-aware of their patterns, their behaviors, has done some inner work, and um, just can see where they're blocking themselves from showing up in the ways that they really want to show up. Okay, so upon scheduling this intensive session with me, my mentee reached out and said that she had been struggling with showing up for the tasks that she knew that she needed to do to grow her yoga business. These were things like creating purposeful content for social media, starting her email list, and inviting people to events and classes that she had planned. She shared with me that every time she would sit down to work on her business, that she would become quickly and easily distracted by other little tasks around her house and found herself diving into not meaningless, but not as high of a priority busy work. She shared with me that she could feel she was ready to up level and grow, but there were some self-sabotaging behaviors still present that were blocking her from moving forward. She would spend some weekdays and weeknights even just kind of drinking, getting high and just kind of numbing herself out from having to deal with this self-confrontation essentially of like, hey, I'm not doing what I know I can do to grow my business and really let this whole thing take off. Naturally, as a yoga teacher, she has a self-awareness practice, so she's highly aware of this self-sabotage that's happening, even though it was conscious, right? It wasn't subconscious at this point because she's aware of it, that what she wants to do is being blocked by this underlying lack of confidence in herself and her abilities to do what she does and to do it well. And this lack of confidence is coming from this underlying belief that either she can't, she's not worthy of it, or she's actually just not capable of doing it, which we know is completely untrue. Because if you know this person, this person has more energy than I would ever know what to do with. She is passionate. She's fiery. She is super motivated and very 
courageous in the way that she steps into the world. And so knowing what I know about her and the confidence that she carries everywhere else in her life, it was clear to me that the issue at hand is, yes, a lack of confidence, but stemming from a lack of clarity and an absence of the willingness to take the time to slow down and to get present and connected to why it is that she does what she does and you know who it is that she really wants to help how she wants to make people feel when they're in her presence and after they take her classes and go on into their lives and into the world and this my friends is why when we become yoga teachers our self-practice is the absolute most important thing that we need to be doing the top two priorities that we have as yoga teachers who are hoping to build and grow our business is to one take care of ourselves and to continue with our personal practice and to study and to really embody the philosophy and the texts and the teachings of what it means to live a yogic lifestyle. Because if we're not doing that, if we're not sitting down to be with ourselves, to get quiet, to practice our meditation, to do our breathing, to just really find those places in our schedules where we connect our mind to our body, to our heart. And we're not going to give ourselves that space and time to experience the clarity that we need so that we can be really clear again about who we are and who we're helping, why we do what we do. And when we have clarity, then we have confidence. So something else that she had shared with me is that she had been in this go, 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 going to do everything mode. And this is really common for just her because she, like I mentioned before, she's just a very energetic person. She has a lot of excitement about things and she's quick and like she amazes me and how much she can get done. Right. But when she's f not focused on, you know, what it is that she's doing, like the task at hand, taking time to slow down, which is equally important and to really connect to her why then of course she's not going to be able to tap into that inspiration when it comes time for her to write copy for her Instagram uh, or her website or her mailing list and to really speak to the hearts of the people that she wants to be practicing with. So what we did on our call was we decided to go back to the drawing board and to reconnect to her mission and to her why. And so in order to do this, I had her, you know, sit down and close her eyes and s take a couple breaths and just kind of let all the dust settle for a second. And I asked her to tune into her heart and to connect to, you know, why it is that she's here. What is it that lights her up? And what is it that breaks her heart? 
because these two questions are really important when we consider how we want to share our offerings with the world. Like how, again, do we want people to feel in our presence? When we know our answers to these questions, then we can more efficiently create spaces that support us in our processes of you know, bringing our mission out into the world, of inviting in more joy and contentment in people's lives, right? We help them to cultivate that in our spaces. We also help them to reduce harm and relieve suffering just by being a teacher of yoga, right? Being connected to how our mission is translated through asana, through meditation, through breath, through the things that we're teaching in our yoga spaces. So when we went back to the drawing board, we uncovered that she really loves to challenge people in a loving way so that they feel pleasantly surprised with what they can do. And the magic that can happen when they choose to be in their bodies on their mats on purpose, right? And to use their bodies with intention and from a place of curiosity and openness. So this was a really helpful exercise for her to reconnect to because it is true that we when we're building a yoga business, there's so many things that we have to do, right? We have to write the copy for the Instagram. We have to get the content for the Instagram and content, meaning like images, video content, all that stuff. We want to invite people to our classes. So we're doing outreach, we're doing marketing, we're working on messaging. We're trying to wear all of the hats. And in that whirlwind of tasks, we can get kind of lost in really like even just sitting down to create and to write and to be present with what it is that we want to bring into this world. And so the tasks that I gave her like, okay, action steps, like how do we, how do we work on this is to get present, to be more deeply present with yes, the love and the fire that's in your heart. And also the people that are taking the time to come to your classes, right? Like, how are those people doing? Do you know anything about those people? Are you watching the way that they're showing up in this space? Are you watching their behaviors, their attentiveness, and, you know, can you look deep into their body language and kind of get an idea of where they're coming from and how they might be feeling? And with that deep presence and awareness of these people you're guiding, you can, you'll be more attuned to what they need, right? You'll feel more clear on how you can support them. And then with that information, You've got copy for Instagram. You've got copy for your website. You've got ways to connect to other people that are also having a human experience that is busy 
that is hard, that is really complicated, right? Like this is the things that we see. We can see these emotions and feelings in people's bodies when we really take the time to be present and to look. So that's step one, right? Get present. With presence comes clarity. With clarity comes confidence. And when we become clear, right? Like when we're clear, we are are so sure about who we are and why we're here that really nothing can stop us from unleashing our heart's work into the world. And I just want to say to like, Building a yoga business doesn't have to be 24-7 online, 24-7 on Instagram, and just constant like creation and task mode, right? That's not the idea. Like I mentioned before, one of the most important parts of this process is to stay connected to what grounds us and to make that time that dedicated time for stillness and for presence and for quiet and just like a snow globe if we're constantly go 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 we're constantly moving there's probably lots of dust and maybe inspiration and idea particles floating all over the place but it's really challenging to catch those and to bring those back down to earth if we don't stop moving for a second so Give yourself some time and some grace. And, you know, I know that yoga is yoga is a practice that goes beyond asana and breath and meditation. Okay, I just want to say that too. Like it's a whole it's a really a deep understanding of the universe, of the cosmos, of this divine weaving of life's journey into integration and making sense and like I can't even really make sense of it with words because I feel like it's so inexplicable to an extent but what is true is that if we are going to live our lives as if we want to be yoga teachers right if we are going to commit to this as our life's work then we must stay disciplined and committed to our own personal practices. I really believe that because I've been, I've gone through so many phases as a teacher where I've become completely burnt out on asana and really like philosophy and anything that had to do with this practice just because I'm teaching it and I'm doing it all the time. And, and I've fallen away from a consistent practice more times than I'd like to admit, you know, but what I found along this journey and from this like falling away from practice and coming back is like the discipline and the commitment is the most important thing that we can do for ourselves because not only does it say we're committed to this practice and this practice has a lifelong journey but we're also committed to ourselves and for me it's like this constant remembering of like oh yeah this is why I do what I do because of the power that this practice holds and you know right like when you're in the presence of a teacher that you love there's just when you the second that you close your eyes and you take your first breath on your mat it's just like we're here you know we arrive 
and there's nothing that can beat that (laughs) in my opinion so I hope that this episode was helpful for you if you're a teacher I would love to hear about what you think and I would also like to share that I am so excited today is May 5th the day that I'm recording this podcast on June 1st we begin our first yoga teacher group mentorship called the Embodied Yoga Teacher. This is a 16-week program that will be geared towards supporting yoga teachers and deepening their knowledge, expanding their tool and skill set, improving their facilitation skills, and building a sustainable and meaningful yoga business with integrity and heart. And of course, lots of mindset coaching and mentorship around cultivating the clarity every successful yogipreneur needs around who they are and why they do what they do so that they can have the confidence to not only bring it out into the world, but to embody everything it is that they want to and know that they can be. Within the program, we'll be diving deep into yogic and tantric philosophies, kundalini yoga and how to weave the wisdom of these sacred and mystical practices into our offerings we'll also explore breath work somatics and nervous system education so that we can create a deeper understanding of the body trauma and how to create a safe space for everyone who comes into our classes comes to our workshops events retreats you name it we'll also be exploring the secrets behind the art of facilitation and what it really takes to become one's community's favorite guide, somebody that makes the people that join them in practice feel not only safe, but seen and heard and loved and supported. We'll also be doing some coaching and entrepreneurial mindset work. So lots of help and support in helping you let go of resistance and inner blocks like self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and other limiting beliefs that you may have. On top of all of that, we'll be learning about the basics behind running a yoga business, like building your brand, managing and utilizing social media platforms, networking in your community, marketing, messaging, and what goes into creating your first online or in-person offering. I am also proud to say that this course is offering 50 continuing education units registered with the Yoga Alliance and will be held virtually, so available to access from anywhere in the world. About halfway through our training, we'll be opening up an opportunity to gather on a retreat local to the Chicago area so that we can get together in person and just really hone in on the skills that we've been learning through our training. And so what I think that sets this program apart from other yoga teacher mentorships is that it is called the Embodied Yoga Teacher. So this training is truly about embodying the teacher, the leader, the facilitator, the lover, the supporter, the healer, and the guide that we want to be, right? We are um, going to be working closely with our own personal practices of yoga asana, meditation, pranayama, svadhyaya, self-study, 
tapas, the discipline that we need to put forth that which we want to create and in, in bring into the world. And um, yeah, just truly to embody our own personal practices so that we can truly step into this role with confidence and in the fullest expression of who we are. I will say too that this program is geared towards yoga teachers, but would be super beneficial to any spiritual wellness entrepreneur that already has a personal yoga practice and is interested in weaving and integrating the tools of yoga and mindfulness into their business. I'm so, so, so excited to offer this program for the first time. Like I said in the beginning, coaching yoga teachers is one of the things that just lights me all the way up from the inside out. It is my greatest honor to guide other teachers and to really stepping into the leader that I know that they can be. So if this is for you, please join us. Again, we start on June 1st. We'll do Thursday nights. Um, not exactly sure what time yet, kind of to be determined on the group. But if you're interested in joining us, go ahead and head to my website, emilyblackwellyoga.com. Go forward slash yoga teacher mentorship, or you can reach out to me on Instagram or via email, emilyblackwellyoga on Instagram, emilyblackwellyoga at gmail.com. I'm in um, open book. So drop me a line and let me know what you're thinking. Hope to see you inside. And yes, thank you again so much for your presence and your attention. I am so, so, so happy that you were here and you took the time to be with me today. Sending you so much love and um, just so much gratitude. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste.